0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihi allahu falamudilla lahu wa man yudlil falaha diya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله ارسله الله الى الناس كافةً بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرساله وادى الأمانة ونصح الامه وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها الا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله واصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته الى يوم الدين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ايبات في الله وسيكم نفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون my uh, beloved brothers and sisters i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to grant us his mercy i start by praising allah almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one of the greatest strategies uh, tragedies of this ummah and, and has befallen us is the fact that we have a lot of well-meaning Muslim brothers and sisters all over the world, but they lack understanding and knowledge. And this was very evident in the past week, it was very evident in the past year, it's very evident to many of us that there is a lack of knowledge within our ummah that must be rectified. My brother and sisters, every mushkila, every issue, every musibah, everything that is happening in the world that we see, it has a solution. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us that solution in the Qur'an and in the sunnah. And the moment, and what's interesting is in the, every Jum'ah, we repeat uh, that the best speech is the speech of Allah, and the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi We hear this often, we know that the truth lies in the Qur'an and the sunnah, that we'll be saved by following the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa And yet, often we see that the Muslim ummah, it struggles to find these solutions. Not because they don't know where to look for, but because they don't understand and they don't have the knowledge, ikhwani And this is one of the biggest problems that we as a ummah must solve. Educating ourselves of our religion educating ourselves of our religion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the guidance. This guidance of the Qur'an is for you and I. It is for you and I to be guided. And Hidayah, when Allah speaks about the Qur'an, Allah uh, sometimes Allah refers to the one that is lost and is trying to find his way. When Allah was defining the stars, He said, وَعَلَمَاتُوا hum yahtadun. The stars the Bedouin Arabs and the travelers would use them to find where they are going. We want to go somewhere. We want victory. We want peace. We want the ummah to be in prosperity and mercy. We want the approval and pleasure of Allah Almighty. The solution is in the Quran and in the sunnah. The hidayah, the Huda that Allah has given us. And what makes us different from the people that came before us when Allah praises us in the Quran is that we are those who follow the guidance and the Hidayah. May Allah make us among those. And we, we can see that from the earlier generations, from the Sahaba and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Sahaba and their followers, we can see how strictly they followed the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this is why they reached where they reached because they took that to heart. The importance of following the deen over everything else. And this is something that we really need to take seriously. We know the, uh, the plight that is happening and the issues that are happening in, in Palestine, for example. I saw brothers and sisters, well-meaning, well-meaning, with good intentions, lighting candles and vigils for Palestine. Uh, We we saw some people uh, dancing and singing. Now do I doubt their intentions? No. Or their iman? Absolutely not. In fact, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them for their intention and their worry and their love for their brothers and sisters and the wala that they are trying to show. But we have a way. And we have a way we do things. Certain things we're not allowed to do don't become halal because we feel upset. They don't become halal because we feel upset. We saw people abusing innocent people, chanting things that Muslims shouldn't be chanting and saying because they are upset. Again, my brothers and sisters, it is the deen, our deen, that protects us from falling into transgression. You must limit yourself where Allah limited you. We are not allowed to insult people as Muslims. So when we are upset, we shouldn't make that halal. We are not allowed to destroy properties. We are not allowed to freely mix and chant and dance between the genders. These things are not allowed. And just because you are well-meaning doesn't give you a license to do those things. But alhamdulillah that the ummah, as we saw the past week, they have care for this ummah. They have good intentions. They want to bring about good change. A lot of the efforts that they are doing, wrong or right, it, it gives you a sign of hope that the ummah still cares. They are not sitting at home. They are not ignoring. They, there is, there is khayr in the ummah. But that khayr needs to be mixed with proper guidance. And it needs to be mixed with ilm. And this is extremely important. When one of the major companions, this was after the Prophet ﷺ died, shortly after the Prophet ﷺ died, one of the major companions, he came to the masjid and he saw people that were making dhikr. Now what is wrong with dhikr? It is one of the greatest ibadah to perform dhikr. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned that it is better than most acts of worship and beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But they were doing it in a manner in a way that was not known by the companions nor the Prophet ever advised. And, and when he saw this, Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, he went to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and he called him. And he said to him, look at what's happening. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said a powerful statement. Where he said, are you doing this? And he mentioned how shortly, short ago it was when the Prophet was among them. Are we already changing the course of the deen? And then he said, Well, they're doing, it was said to them, they they are doing dhikr and they mean well. And he said, How many people mean well? But they are still misguided. Now, meaning well and having good intentions alone is not enough. This is why. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the action of the believers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, or oh, when Allah was uh, advising us, oh, um, uh, قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَنَا بَشْرٌ أنما إله ربه, Whoever wants to meet his Lord, فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صالحا. Let him do righteous actions. Righteous. When the scholars explain righteous actions, they say it's that which has two components. One, it must be sincere for Allah Almighty. And two, it must follow the way of the Prophet wasallam. Do you want your deeds to be accepted? Do you want your efforts to be fruitful? Do you want to bring about real change? If you want that, then stick with the sunnah of the Prophet, the way of the Prophet. Respect it. Follow it. adhere to it. Do not change it. Among the things that some of you might have seen is that people are calling towards, and again, well-meaning brothers and sisters, calling towards a qiyam that must be prayed over the whole world at the same time. We must all pray qiyam at the same time or make dua at the same time Brothers and sisters, this is again something the Prophet ﷺ in his time, he was dealing with many similar issues. History repeats itself. The Muslims were weak at one point. They were being attacked at one point. They were being abused at one point. This is something not new. And the Prophet never said to his sahaba, each one of you pray a qiyam together. Pray a qiyam together at the same time. And this is something that people are uh, doing. Again, they mean well but this is not the way so how do we solve all of this how do we solve this problem of people trying to rectify things but they are going it about the wrong way with ilm, with knowledge you need to get into the habit of asking the question is there a hadith for this has the scholars advised this is this part of our deen are we sure we're doing it the right way and these questions you must ask because if you want all of your efforts and deeds to be accepted, then you must follow the sunnah of the Prophet, the way of the Prophet wasallam. Imam Malik has a beautiful statement. He says, uh, he swore by Allah and he said, Indeed, the affairs of the last portion of this ummah, the last people that will exist of this ummah, their affairs will not be rectified except with the same thing that rectified the beginning of this ummah, the Prophet and the Sahaba. So if we want to have the prosperity and the victory and the nasr and the izzah that the Sahaba had, then let's be like them. And what was their defining quality? They always follow the Rasulullah ﷺ, قولوا wa هذا, Alhamdulillah, salatu was salamu ala rasulillah. My brothers and sisters, the concept of following the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam should not be relegated to something that is just said. Wallahi, if you love the Prophet, you would want nothing else but to follow his way. And you would be worried about following a different way, or following an innovative way, or doing something in a way that is not sanctioned by the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And like, and remember the statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, when he said, how many people mean well, but they still fall into misguidance. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from that. We have a way as Muslims and as believers. And even some of the stuff that we do, I'll give an example of some of the protests that were happening. Now, a lot of the stuff that is happening in those are incorrect as well, right? And even if you are there to raise awareness for an issue, even if you want to raise awareness show your solidarity with your brothers and sisters, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relieve them from their hardships, ya uh, then you shouldn't do any munkarat or any, any sinful acts while you're doing that. And you should always remember that that which will bring about uh, goodness in this ummah is coming back to the deen of Allah and not disobedience. I'm going to give one final example. We all know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't promise this ummah constant victory all the time, every time. Because the Prophet himself and the Sahaba sometimes would fail, sometimes would lose. There wasn't always victory upon victory upon victory. That is not the sunnah of Allah. One day, it is this people that are on top. Another day, it is another people. But what is it that makes people, a group of people, uh, um, the the people that are on top, the people that cannot be uh, terrorized or abused? It is two things, my brothers. And Allah mentioned in the Quran, when the Muslim and the Sahaba lost the battle of Uhud, and 70 of the companions were killed, and the uncle of the Prophet died. When Allah discusses that incident in Surah Ali Imran, why did this happen to you? Isn't the Prophet among you? Yes. Aren't you upon the haq? Yes, you are. Why did you lose to the Quraysh? Why did that happen? Allah said Hatta fil wa Allah described the incident and the reason. fil You disagreed and quarreled among yourselves, among the issue. This unity being divided, this is the number one cause. As long as the ummah is divided, we will always be people that are suffering. As long as we are divided. So we need to work to become united. Something that we have to work towards as an ummah. And if you can't be united with your own family, and there is discord and disunity, or your own community, and there is discord and disunity, or your own country, how do you expect the ummah to be united? We have to start from the bottom up and ask Allah to rectify our hearts. The second point that Allah mentions in the surah that causes the failure of an ummah is... وَعَصَيْتُمْ مِنْ It is, is disobedience. The, the Some of the Sahaba disobeyed the Prophet's commands. Allah forgave them. In the same Surah, Allah forgives them. But they disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Messenger. This is, was a lesson to everyone. An Ummah that disobeyed their Prophet. They will not find success. An Ummah that is divided among themselves. They will not find success. Who is telling us this, my brothers and sisters? It is Allah Almighty. The one who gives success and victory. So remember that point, Barakallahu fikum. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this ummah united. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our disobedience and sins. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those that follow the sunnah of the Prophet every time, all the time. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those that have knowledge of their deen. صلوا على نبيكم كما امركم الله تعالى حيث قال ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما الله صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الآخرة حسنة وقينا عذاب النار اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب المغفور وصعي مشكور وعمل المتقبّل المبرور اللهم حب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعيشان وجعلنا من الرشدين اللهم نصر المسلمين المصلعفين في فلسطين اللهم نصر المسلمين المصلعفين في كل مكان اللهم نصر المسلمين المستضعفين في غزة وفي فلسطين يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم اللهم ارحمهم اللهم ارحمهم ارحمن المسلمين يا